Hey folks, here we are. It is now Wednesday, June 23rd. Days are going by fast. We've now passed the longest day of the year. And that means that every day going forward from now till December 21st is gonna get a minute or two shorter every day going forward. And, and pretty soon it'll be Christmas and, and the time goes by so quickly. You know, it's amazing how uh, an old friend of mine many, many years ago said, Tommy says, when you're 20, one year is 1 20th of time. When you're 40, it's 1 40th of time. When you're 60, it's 1 60th of time. And at 71 years old, to me, a year is a couple months long. It, it is just amazing. Uh, when you're having fun, enjoying life, making a difference in other people's lives uh, with real hope, satisfaction, and, and, and you can actually see the results that I see in clients after 45 years of doing this. It, it is truly amazing. I'm Tom Young. We're here for Facebook Live and at the Funny Manny, yeah, the Family Money Farm Group. And I'm also here. We're recording for... Uh, podcasts on anchorfm.com. So let's get started. We start every day with prayers, prayers for everybody in the world that the world is in trouble. The financial storm is here. It is swirling around. The sky is getting dark and there are more and more little bits of information appearing in some of the news and the newspapers of the ones that will actually cover what's really going on. So much of the news media today is biased and, and do not report all of the information that is out there. This morning's Wall Street Journal, I saw an ad this morning or a story in there where Powell talking about inflation and he's saying that uh, <clears throat> may not see inflation like we saw in the 70s. In, in 1979, inflation hit 15.6%. But, but he says right now it appears like 10% is going to be uh, what the year is going to look like. So who knows uh, if we're 10% inflation right now, what we might be by the end of the year as things start to happen. So our prayers go out for everybody. These are challenging times for everybody. Our prayers also go out for those who have lost loved ones through this last year and a half of this pandemic, this virus uh, from China that's been released. Uh, far be it for me to say, it appears uh, that we have now entered into a biological war uh, and an information war. I don't know what what's going to come of that, but, but it is uh, very, very different and strange in, in what we're looking at because economies around the world are so tied together today with commerce from country to country. You know, how is this going to work? How is it going to go forward? Uh, is the perpetrators, if if this was a biological weapon release, are the perpetrators going to be held accountable in some way? I don't know. We also pray for those who have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom above for all eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. As we get started today, you know, I want to talk about the quote of the day. You know, I love these quotes. Walt Disney is, is just, I, I mean, I believe Walt Disney was the, <laughs> the greatest imagination on earth. Uh, and, and look what he has created at this point in time. 
Uh, one of his quotes, it says, we keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing things because we're curious and curiosity keeps us leading to new paths. Disneyland will never be completed. It will continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world. You know, we've talked about this and we've talked about creative imagination and, and those things that, that we deal with on a, on a basis going forward. Uh, everything that has been created other than what God created naturally came from somebody's mind. That's six inches between your ears, that thinking muscle as I refer to it as. And, and it is so important to encourage yourself to use your imagination, to make sure that you are feeding your mind, adding new information, reading books. Uh, remember, there's three ways to change, the people you meet, the places you go, and the books and things that you read. Those are the three areas that will cause you to grow and become more in the future. You know, St. Paul's second letter to Corinthians, he talks about, you know, never compare yourself to other people only compare yourself to the you that you were yesterday. In other words, are you growing? You know, remember, remember that you're either busy being born and, and you must continue to grow and strive to be more than you are today. You know, yesterday, I, I launched yesterday uh, a, a presentation about taxation and how the idiots of Washington, those misinformed, uninformed, whatever you want to refer to them as, you know, I think of the word politics and, and poly is many and ticks are blood sucking insects. Now I'm, you know, it's just a joke folks. Don't go any beyond that. But, but we have to look and we have to take responsibility for ourselves. There are principles of prosperity that, that are so important to learn about, to learn how to use them. Those principles of prosperity, you know, Kim talks about in, in their book, Busting the Financial Planning Lies, and, and, and another one of those is the most important, finally the most important, the financial planner won't tell you that there are other financial strategies and other financial destinations. Why doesn't my financial planner tell me these things? You know, prosperity economics, which I am a key part of, it, it, it is just understanding that there is there is a different way to do things. It, it, it isn't same old, same old as, as we all think about. <clears throat> and if I think about principles of prosperity, and we talk about that, so, you know, they're, they're very simple. The first seven, there's 12. The first seven are the basic principles of prosperity, thinking. <clears throat> Own a prosperity mindset eliminates poverty. Security, scarcity thinking keeps you stuck. We have to think differently. You have to think prosperity. If, if you're thinking, oh, woe is me, how bad it is, and, and you keep that thought in your mind, you are going to attract the negative to you. You know, we all live in an atmosphere. You know, the, the fish don't know they live in water. And here we are, and, and, and if you could in an x-ray, see what is really going on in the air around you. Think of the electronic impulses, the cell phone, it transmits through the air. Everything, this medium that I'm using is transmitting through the air. It is amazing 
how we see these things. So thinking is the most critical of all. Even Napoleon Hill, his book was called Think and Grow Rich. His book will teach you how to think, how to set goals, how to strive to get them, how to set self-talk, suggestions for self-talk, because all of those things are critical for your future success. When you are thinking differently, you will now see things differently. You will see things you never saw before. You will understand things that you never understood before. And, and remember, we did a presentation called the Circle of Knowledge. And what we all know is a share of that circle. What we know exists and we know where to go get it is another part of that circle. But everything else in that circle of knowledge is unknown. It's just a blind spot. Only when you add more information by meeting people, going places, reading books, educating yourself, will you start to see things differently. Increase your prosperity by adopting a big picture perspective in which you can see how each one of your economic decisions affects all the others. Avoid financial tunnel vision. Now that leads me to number three. Number three is so important because there are elements in the financial world that the financial world does not tell you about. I took all these courses that, that put all these initials after my name and not one chapter in one book anywhere in any of those courses taught me about understanding opportunity cost. Now, what is opportunity cost? Opportunity cost is when you lose a dollar unknowingly and unnecessarily, the dollar is gone forever, but so is the interest that dollar would have earned. That's opportunity cost. The example I, I give continuously is you bought a car at age 25, you just got out of college, you bought a $25,000 car, you financed it at the bank for 60 months, and at the end of 60 months, you paid $5,400 in interest to the bank. <clears throat> now, let me share this in two ways. The first way is, that $5,400 in interest, had you been applying family banking, in other words, family wealth creation, and borrowed that money from the family and paid the family trustee back, the, the pool of money, the trust, the family trust, paid it back at the same 8%, 40 years from now, that $5,400 would have a value of $253,000. And that's at your age 65. Now, if I run it out to your life expectancy, it's three times that. So now it's $750,000 of lost wealth due to opportunity cost of debt at the bank, where you do not own the debt. You do not pay yourself the interest. It goes outside of the family trust. It goes outside to others. And the more people that they can get the financial world to do this, the richer the financial world becomes. So can you imagine all the advertising and everything that we experience, how tainted it is? Because they want you to do it their way, not your way. They don't want you to understand there is a different way to do things. That leads me to number four in flow, cash flow. 
The true measure of prosperity is cash flow. Don't focus on net worth alone. Everything in typical financial planning focuses on retirement and net worth at retirement. And and that 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 is an unknown number. How much money will you need when you get there? So how much money should you save? How much interest do you have to earn on the money? When will you be able to quit working? And how much will you have to lower your lifestyle when you get there in order to be able to survive with what you've created? So now you have literally painted yourself into a box and you have very little movement in that box. Once you get there, the game is over. You're there, good or bad. So you need to, you, you will be forced to learn how to adjust to where you're at and what's going on. The next one is control, control of the money. Who want, do you want to be in control or do you want to turn control over to corporations? When, when you die someday, where do you want your leftover wealth to go? Corporations, financial institutions or family? It's your choice, corporations, government or family. Where do you want it to go? Are you planning that way? Where your number one beneficiary is corporations or the government is the number one beneficiary most people have because that is the way that you are told to do things. So it benefits the financial world, corporations, and ultimately the government so they can continue to squander our money as I illustrated yesterday. If you don't know, you need to go back and find episode 299 and watch episode 299. It will blow you away on what I revealed, how taxes literally kill wealth, takes the money out of the capitalism engine and the government gets to squander it and borrow more, which leads us to where we are today. I'll get into more of these again tomorrow. I will be on here sometime tomorrow. I'm going to be out of the office tomorrow and Friday, but I will be on here sometime during the day and get this done. So God bless. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of the big booksellers. You can go to cfo-project.com right above my head here, put in your name and email address. You will get an instant download of the book cover to cover. The CFO project part of that book is absolutely amazing. You need to take responsibility to become the CFO at home and take the responsibility of teaching it to your children. Create a leg legacy and wealth that will go to the next generation and the next generation in increasing amounts over and over again. God bless. We'll see you here tomorrow at 12 noon. Bye.